about the coronavirus and the results and aftermath of all of it as we see people who have been sick and hurt and <clears throat> over the past few weeks and even days it seems like the news changes from hour to hour where people are hurting and suffering losing jobs and the economy and the political arena and all of these things remain uncertain and even in the midst of it all God reminded me to be thankful a few months ago we started to teach our girls Lily and Gabriella to give thanks for their food at the dinner table to give thanks to God before we started to eat and so we grab hands and as we grab hands and Lily is sitting in her big girl chair now she's gonna be three and Gabriella who's one and a half is sitting in her high chair we all grab hands and we start to sing this song God our Father God our Father once again once again we bow our heads to thank you. We bow our heads to thank you. Amen. Amen. Aren't you glad I don't sing on the worship team? Well, as we start to pray that prayer, then we can begin eating. But what the girls have wanted to do was start to eat before the prayer. And what the prayer has taught us is to be thankful to God for what God has provided. And then even after the prayer, the girls have gone one step farther in their learning. They've learned to thank mommy for the delicious meal that she's cooked, and I've learned to thank her as well. See, being full of thankfulness, contentment, and gratitude is not natural. It's not inherent, but it's a learned behavior. This is what the Apostle Paul teaches to us in Philippians. I mean, when you look at the book of Philippians, this letter that he writes to the church in Philippi, it is one big thank you card that the Apostle Paul writes, expressing gratitude for his brothers and sisters that helped provide for him to spread the message. But by Paul's admission, thankfulness and gratitude is not natural, but it's something that is a learned behavior. He had to learn to do it which then is followed by a popular verse we see. So in verse 11, he talks about learning to be content. And then in verse 13, we often hear that most quoted scripture. But if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Philippians chapter 4, verses 10 through 13. Paul says this, How I praise the Lord that you are concerned about me. I know you have always been concerned for me, but you didn't have the chance to help me. Not that I was ever in need, for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it's with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little. For I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Even so, you have done well to share with me in my present difficulty. The Apostle Paul talks about how he struggled. And yet, even while he was struggling, even in the midst of it all, he still had to learn to be content. So during the season where we're struggling, when we're trying to figure out a way forward in what the world has in store for us, hour by hour, there's one thing for sure. 
God has a plan for us. That God is not done with us. And that when we start to be thankful, even in our homes, even in the places that we live, the friends that we have, our church family, we start to find that contentment in Jesus. So use this time to dig in. Dig into God's word. Dig in to God's presence in prayer. Practice the spiritual disciplines like prayer and fasting and giving and those types of things. Yes, we are to mourn with those who mourn. But in the same token, we're supposed to be thankful in all things and joyful in all things. Let's practice that and let's do it together. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and God's people said, Amen.